0: Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about AutoGen AI that just raised $22.3 million to fine-tune business pitches with AI, and they're promising that there's going to be an increased efficiency and greater returns for the businesses that are using them. So let's dive into it. I would say really in the high-stakes world of business where deals are frequently won or lost just based off of the strength of a proposal... This new London-based startup is, I think, providing a fairly innovative solution. So Autogen AI, they have a proprietary uh, generative AI platform they've built, um, and they're promising to help businesses create a very compelling pitch to enhance their success rate. So Blossom Capital, which is an early believer in um, Autogen AI, they recently led this $22 million investment round, and the funding has significantly boosted Autogen's valuation, I think, some sources have mentioned that it is going to be in the hundreds of millions, and this comes as a very s- a steep increase from their initial raise of around $3.5 million. So since its launch less than a year ago, Autogen has managed to secure a very strong client base. They have over 28 customers, um, but the company has opted not to disclose their identities due to you know the sensitive nature of their work. And a general reliance, uh, reluctance to publicize the use of AI in supplementing or replacing human labor, which makes perfect sense, right? You see companies like Netflix who got absolutely roasted recently um, for posting a, you know, a job opening for nine hundred thousand dollars for an AI um, employee, and you know, this is at the same time that all of their workers were striking. So the workers are saying, "Look, you're going to spend nine hundred thousand dollars for an AI person, but..." Uh, you're not going to spend it on us blah 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 so there's that whole thing and I think a lot of these companies are wanting to avoid that Um, this is what Sean Williams who's a founder and uh, CEO said he said there is still a feeling among customers that using AI would somehow detract from the quality of the work so I believe that Autogen's clientele uh, is said to include a range of different global management and uh, consultancies BPO organizations construction companies facility management businesses and even apparently some nonprofits that are applying for grant funding, which is very interesting to use AI for. Um, Williams, a CEO, he previously worked with a major private firm's bidding on UK government services, and he understands the critical role of proposals in securing contracts. So winning bids often boils down to a couple things. Number one is experience, content, presentation, and of course most importantly or often very important is the budget so autogen ai is aiming to kind of level the playing field by utilizing really advanced llms um, including those from OpenAI, combined with clients proprietary data and then the platform can generate pitches derived from the company's most successful past work so the team then goes and tailors these suggestions um, and it saves a ton of time and effort in the process williams actually argues that um Autogen AI's tailored pitches are far more specific, and because of that, they're a lot more beneficial than a generalized AI model like ChatGPT. He says, companies like OpenAI uh, are focused on AGI superintelligence. We've got a much smaller problem. We just want to help our customers win more work and work more efficiently. I think this is something that's really uh, important for a lot of people to understand is OpenAI and ChatGPT are incredibly powerful, but there is 100% a lot of space for smaller, more personalized AI models. And I think that that is the way the future is going. I really view this landscape as something where right now you kind of have the big major players. You have OpenAI, you have uh, ChatGPT, of course, from them, and then you have like Google Bard and MidJourney. So you have these big, huge players. And in the future, you know, Stanford researchers, when they created PubMed GPT and essentially trained a GPT model off of all the publicly available medical journals, um, they said, you know, this thing is great at answering medical questions, but if you wanted this thing to be more specific, you would essentially fragment this and break it down into even more niche, large language models, right? You'd have a cancer, you'd have like a heart cancer or a, a breast cancer and a heart disease one, and you would essentially break this down. So I view the kind of the landscape of AI in the future having... You know tens of thousands of ai models that are highly specific to very specific things they're going to do way better than a general open ai or google bard will ever do on something very very specific they will have proprietary data embedded that they will not share with the big language models right so imagine a breast cancer research foundation partners with one um, and they put in all of this very highly specific data uh, to make sure that um, you know th- this model is as efficient and as accurate as possible for their clients and their customers and um, people that need this, you know, critical information. And this is something that uh, those data sets are something that OpenAI is not going to be able to get all of the thousands of little tiny data sets around the world. And so this thing is going to out-compete it and outshine it by uh, a large margin. And most importantly, it's going to take it from being you know 80% accurate or 90% accurate to 100% in that last 10% as you know, is about 10 times harder to get. It is the most important. And if you're, you know, especially when you're talking about medical or military or other really critical infrastructure, um, you need these things to be 99.999 accurate, not 90.1% or 90.2% or 80 point or 89%. Right. So I think this is going to make a very big difference. And this is where uh, I think this is where the industry will go. So Williams, um, he, I believe, kind of feels the same way with his company, and he's saying that you know because they're niche down, they're they're able to make their model very very good at what it does. Um, he also suggests that the use of AutoGen's software could increase pitch writing speed by 800%, which I think is absolutely true. These things take a long time to craft, to think of, to work on. In addition, he also estimated that businesses can cut procurement costs by 10% and then also reduce the time taken to draft their initial bids by 70%. So obviously there are a lot of big savings in time which of course translates to big savings in money. Ophelia Brown who is the founder of Blossom Capital, she sees a really clear return on investment with Autogen, she said. When this gets uh, where this gets interesting is when you can see clear ROI on the spend for the product. Companies are willing to pay for something that they can that can help them save time and headcount. So, even though Blossom Capital has not yet implemented Autogen AI, uh, Brown disclosed plans to utilize it in the next funding endeavors, um, in the next fundraising endeavor, and she also you know, emphasizes that while AI companies creating LLMs are gaining attention, businesses like Autogen AI, which offer immediate practical applications, might ultimately be the preferred choice for a lot of companies. So I think with its really impressive initial growth, and I think it has a lot of promise uh, to, you know, save people a lot of time um, and money. I think Autogen seems to really be a solid business. And what I love about this is I've heard of a lot of I've seen companies in the past that are like pitch deck companies or they help like startups with pitches. And, um, I think that is such a narrow scope. I think this is, this is so much smarter to help, not just a company when they start, but help them throughout the whole life cycle, right? you like, you're always making pitches. You're always making sales to, to companies throughout the whole process. And I think AutoGen AI is doing a really great job of kind of, um, encapsulating the entire product cycle, the life cycle of the business so that they're not a tool that gets used at the beginning and then drops off. This is something that can be very useful and used throughout the entire life of the company. So I'm really excited to see how this uh, continues to play out and I think this is a really solid company.